Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. Lesson nine. Why do I know about this? Um, Misinformation is truly the enemy of pandemic control. And unfortunately, I think we all know, I don't have to tell this audience this, is that we are living in an absolute sea of misinformation and disinformation that is propagated very effectively by social media. And I'm not so sure how we're going to get around that, but it can be causing lives. Misinformation and disinformation costs lives. There's no doubt about that. And the misinformation and disinformation that has people not wanting to get vaccinated costs lives. Well, if there's anybody who knows about misinformation and disinformation, it's Dr. Anthony Fauci. Oh, dear Lord. I mean, that's just, that's just 27 levels of precious right there. The CDC didn't mislead. The NIH didn't mislead. Dr. Burks didn't mislead. God tell you, I'm disappointed in the Dr. Burks one because I always liked her. She'd done the show and I watched her up there. I'm like, I, I think she's a calming influence. I think people, you know, um, like, like listen to her. And then to hear just how much work was done to diminish others, to keep other doctors from speaking out. You're like, holy hell, I guess a scarf does not make the woman. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. What is going on? 833-GOT-TONY. Would love to hear from you. 833-468-8669. Oddly enough, Fauci is not the most angering thing you will hear today. And if you follow me on Rumble, rumble.com slash Tony Katz, and the Rumble channel, that is is growing. It's going, it's going absolutely wonderful. It's going gangbusters. Um, you, will, uh, you will see that what we do over there, in addition to, uh, you know, live streaming, commentary, and, and, and everything else, we take all the clips that you hear on the show, get put there so if you need them you want to share them whatever the case may be they're they're all there they are all there for you to uh in, enjoy and and utilize well one of those things is biden talking about the school shooting how biden was meeting up with this group about small businesses And, of course, the story about what happened in Nashville. Three children dead, three adults dead. This shooter, a woman who claimed to be a man, killed by police. And that body cam footage ain't easy. But let me tell you about those officers. I'm going to say it again. They did it. They ain't Uvalde. They they ain't Parkland. They didn't hide. Room to room to room. Efficient, efficient. Move, move. Man, it, it's amazing and horrifying all at the same time. In the aftermath of that, Joe Biden is going to say a few words. But first, he says this. My name is Joe Biden. 
I'm Dr. Joe Biden's husband. <laughs> and I ate Jenny's ice cream, chocolate chip. I came down because I heard there was chocolate chip ice cream. By the way, I have a whole refrigerator full upstairs. I think I'm kidding. I'm not. And then talked about the horror of Nashville. There's just no... There's just no way to say anything else. What does one say after this, the president of the United States coming down and saying, I heard there was ice cream. I love chocolate chip ice cream. By the way, people got shot. But first, where are my jimmies? I need sprinkles. I don't know what to do. I don't know how I'm supposed to respond uh, to that. And I don't think... I don't think you do either. I don't think you know how to respond. What what does one do? What does one say in that moment? That he's got a whole refrigerator of Jenny's ice cream? I, I don't doubt this. I don't doubt that upstairs in, in, his, in the residence of the White House, he's got a refrigerator filled with Jenny's chocolate chip ice cream. I mean, if if I was president, why wouldn't I have that? Although it wouldn't be chocolate chip, it would not be chocolate chip. Um, I, and and I and if, you'd have all sorts of snacks. You wouldn't talk about them if you were going to discuss the horror of a shooting. You wouldn't do it. The rational person doesn't do this. Yet it happens. All the time. This this radical disconnect in in how people act and react. It's 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 as if they just don't know how. They don't know how to just do the thing. Isn't the answer to walk in and be like, ladies and gentlemen, while I'd love to be here under other circumstances, and I thank you for coming to the White House, let me take a moment to address what is taking place in Nashville. And then tell the story, give your thoughts, engage what you want to engage, uh, and then say, now, ladies and gentlemen, um, not to put a damper on things, let's talk about why you're here. And then you move on. That would be seen as rational. You got to start with some kind of non sequitur about the ice cream. Super duper weird. Super duper weird. Meanwhile, not the weirdest thing going on today. I'm into all the frustrating things today. One of the frustrating things is Sonny Hostin. Sonny Hostin on The View wants you to know I think what she's saying is there should be reparations. Long time. And I am still fighting stuff that I fought for, that my grandmother fought for, that my grandfather fought for, yeah. all because someone decided that visually I didn't fit in. That's all that was about. And so when you hear people say, listen, I don't feel connected here. I don't feel connected here because you've put up, you know, whether it's from financial institutes, wherever it's from, I don't feel as connected as I should. If we could have these conversations and people say, oh my gosh, I get it. Here's where the thing has been. Here's how we can free this up and open it up. I think people would feel better. 
I think people would you feel know? better with some reparations. I know. I, I, would. I don't know about the reparations. That's I just me. know that. But you I would know. also like to say on this <laughs> yes. that. You know, many of us have been here since 1619, and I remember my father telling born, me, <laughs> and I remember my father telling me when I was 40 that I'm the first person in our family to have full civil rights. That is wrong. Yeah, yeah. we that can't go wrong. backwards. Notice the mention of 1619 from Sonny Hostin. It was Whoopi Goldberg speaking first and then Sonny Hostin. Uh, 1619, a reference to the 1619 Project of Nicole Hannah-Jones, which is, of course, a lie, understood as a lie, discussed by historians as a lie. But what does it matter? What does it matter? I think some people will feel better with reparations. Okay. I mean, we went from the madness of... Uh, Dr. Fauci, to the madness of President Biden, now to the madness of reparations. Do me a favor, Kylan, if you could just get a little Mad World's playing all around me, our familiar faces, that'd be, that'd be terrific. It's a full Donnie Darko moment. I don't get worked up about the reparations conversation. People get, the, the other stuff, Biden... I'm so disgusted by Joe Biden's ice cream comment and the fact that nobody in the media will talk about it. No one's going to even bring it up. How do you not? It's so inappropriate. Don't you get that this guy's not okay? He's not okay. Don't you get that Dr. Fauci lied, was engaged in a fraud, was working on a level of cover-up regarding what he knew about, uh, not wet markets, but about funding gain-of-function research at the Wuhan Virology Lab, the money given to EcoHealth Alliance. My God! But I don't get worked up about the reparations part. I know some other people do. Um, go do it. No, no, no. I want to see how you do it because you're the one who's going to be driven mad. How are you going to pay the reparations? To whom? Sonny Hostin's going to get reparations based on the 1619 date? What does that equal out to? How's how's it going to get paid for? How are you going to take it from people? What are you going to give or what are you going to extract from others? And how do you consider that possible when you talk about the Constitution and how it gauges things like, for example, taxation? I don't know. You're going to do it door to door? You're going to do it with a gun right in somebody's mouth? I'm not sure. I'm not sure how they're going to do it. You can cut the music. But, but, but feel free. Feel free. Do your thing. Oh, I'm not getting worked up. But I want you to know that we live in a very strange society sometimes. I and I'm, I mean, there are reasons to talk about other things, and I'll and I'll get into that as as well. People still want to hear from Dr. Fauci, and he believes he can discuss morality and decency and truth with us. People will still tell you that Joe Biden is an unbelievably good man, but you just heard how disconnected he was from a horror. They don't explain how they're going to pay for the reparations. They just think it'll make people feel good. And by the way, Whoopi Goldberg disagrees. 
which is also another part of the conversation. Not all black people feel the same way about it. But hey, ain't my problem. I'm just going to sit over here and watch the whole thing go down. Watch the people go crazy. It is a mad world. We just don't have to be the mad people. Keep it right here. I'm Tony Katz. This is a great example of a really bad idea. Because I think it misses the point. And and I will admit I just I just came across it, but it's been on my mind a lot as I as I look to the future. I don't know if you do that with your business. You're like, what does the future hold and what do I want it to be? Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. It's good to be with you. I do that all the time. I do that all the time with radio. What is it that I I actually want out of this? How do I want to engage? Are there other ways to do it? You know, and and I came across this about how uh, a group is creating something called civic media. Okay, need a name for a company. Uh, There there you go. Um, It's going to be a statewide radio network in Wisconsin. And what is their plan? To offer a counterpoint to conservative talk radio while elevating local and state level issues. What do you mean a counterpoint to conservative talk radio? Very often, you will see people discuss this. Like, for example, we need a conservative Hollywood. No, you need to make good movies. You don't need a counterpoint to conservative talk radio. You need to do entertaining talk radio. That's the that's the difference. It has to be entertaining. It has to be engaging. There has to be a reason for people to be listening, and you have to be able to connect. It's, it, it isn't. It isn't about conservative or not. It's about whether or not it it's it's connected. Whether or not it's good. If if you say to me, you know, it's uh, I, I've used this line before. There's a guy by the name of Kevin McKeever who uh, used the line: "If you tell me I've got a great conservative movie, what you're telling me is your movie sucks. A great movie is a great movie." It's got a story, it has arc, it has development, it has movement, it it has all the things that people actually want to see. Talk radio has to have all the things that people actually want to hear. If it doesn't have that, it doesn't matter. So it's not offering a counterpoint. Tell stories. Share ideas and thoughts, man. That's all there is to it. It's just that easy. Meanwhile, I realize I have made an absolutely horrific mistake. I missed International Whiskey Day. Oh, God! True story. It it happened. No, God, please, no! Mm -hmm. No! Yep. No! Yep. No! I know. I'm sickened. I am sickened by this. Um, it's, uh... It is a shame. It was yesterday. It was International Whiskey Day. And oddly enough, they sell, they spell it with an E-Y, which is weird because internationally, whiskey would be with a K-Y. Right? If it's, if it's European, if we're talking about Irish whiskey or we're talking about Scotch whiskey, it's K-Y. If we're talking about American whiskey or bourbon, it would be uh, E-Y. And bourbon would have no E-Y in it. It would be B-O-U-R-B-O-N. 
because while all bourbons are whiskeys, not all whiskeys are bourbons. That's how it works. That's the science, people. As you know, I have my doctorate in bourbonology. That's that's how I get to use the, the Doogie Hauser theme song. So I missed it. I I apologize. And uh, you know, you, you can you can go back, go back to the days of just basic distilling and what they called aquavitae and and move your move your way forward. Solid work. So I apologize uh for missing uh that. I apologize. I mean, I've got a whole thing about cigars I want to get into as well. I, as I said, do things that are interesting. Don't, don't just do radio that is like, here's why conservatives are terrible. Here's why liberals are terrible. That's not, it's not necessarily good, good radio. In North Dakota, late Sunday night, 70-car train derails hauling hazardous material. Canadian Pacific train derailing about 11.15 p.m. No injuries reported. Of the 30, officials said 31 of the 70 cars derailed, some carrying hazardous materials. Crews identified a leak of liquid asphalt, but no fires were caused by the derailment. Thus, why you haven't heard much about the story. Derailments do happen often, and that's exactly what we heard. This was the argument that people like Pete Buttigieg tried to make, the Secretary of Transportation, that it happens often and it's okay. You know, that's it. That's okay. It's not okay. If we have a spate of derailments, we should rationally ask ourselves why. It doesn't mean that every derailment is going to be the end of days, but it could mean that maybe we're doing something improper. We could do it better. To just say, ah, we have derailments all the time. What's the big deal about East Palestine? What's the big deal about East Palestine? The big deal is you had explosions. You damaged the air and you damaged the Ohio River and you want us to act like it's no big deal. Those people can wait for you to show up and talk about them. But Silicon Valley Bank got a bailout in three hours. You got weird priorities. Meanwhile, the Dow is down 47. The NASDAQ is down 90. Pence has been ordered to testify in a probe. Federal Georgia ordering the former vice president to comply with a grand, comply with a grand jury subpoena. So we'll be following that in the days ahead. And then I got this email. Will you ever move on from COVID-19 or is that going to be your daily topic of conversation for the rest of your career? And then in capital letters, let it go. I'm trying to think of the last time I talked about COVID. It's fascinating to me when I get these kinds of things because it's like, wait, do these are they listening every day? Do they only hear what they want to hear? I'm trying to think of the last time I talked about COVID in any level of depth, except as a reminder of what lies were and what honest conversation about vaccines are. I mean, it's part of a part of our world. Let it go. That's I don't what, let what go. 
Again, people are mad. I'm Tony Katz. Let's just file this under news that isn't news. Let's file this under the single most rational thing that has ever happened. And who actually cares if it's a celebrity? It doesn't matter. Life is happening in real time. And people who are living in it know that. What do I mean? I'm talking about Dick Van Dyke. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. What is going on, everybody? Find everything. TonyKatz.locals.com. TonyKatz.locals.com. We're talking about the actor. We're talking about a guy who has been in Hollywood for forever. He is 97 years old. And he was in a car accident last week. Skidded on a wet road, crashed his gate, uh, uh, crashed his car into a gate in Malibu. Almost had a concussion, a... Bloodied his nose, you know, hurt hurt himself, and very, very lucky. His wife is 51, by the way, and his wife has now taken away his car keys to avoid another accident. The source says Dick's gotten to the point where he needs to be taken off the road for his own safety and for the safety of others. Yeah, welcome to what every kid in their 50s has done for their aging parents for the last, I don't know, decade. One of the things about parents living longer is that it has levels of complication. It has things that you weren't necessarily planning on doing that didn't really happen when mom and dad passed away at 65 and, ooh, 73. They're now living into their 90s. Creates a whole different world, a whole different series of conversations and talks and how you handle things and how you deal with things. I'm going down. I said, I'm going down to, to Florida. My, my mother's having surgery. I'm going down. You know, there used to be a time my mother had a little something done. I didn't necessarily fly for it. The age is different. The health is different. Yeah, you go down now. The conversations now, and they've always certainly never been afraid of these conversations, is the future planning stuff. All right, you got to control this. How do we handle that? Real life things. This is not a news story. This is what everybody of a certain age is doing with aging parents. Now, in this case, it's an aging spouse, but it's Hollywood. And uh, he married a 51-year-old. He's 97. Just just saying that part of it isn't real life. But for everybody else, you're, you're 51 and your parents are in their 80s, you're dealing with things. Does anyone think that this is odd or strange? The only group of people I think that would see this as odd or strange are, are the millennial set and maybe the Gen Z set who don't understand any of this. Because to them, living to be 90 is totally normal. Living to be 90 is not totally normal. It's amazing. It's amazing. And it comes with a set of issues. Like, for example, where do they live? That moment when your parents cannot take care of themselves the way they need to in order to function. Basic safety is no longer guaranteed. What do you do? Why do you think people move homes and they look for homes with a bedroom on the main floor or, or it doesn't have the extra bathroom? We can convert the den. And real life things. 
how you handle this stuff going forward matters. And when you get to a certain age, and it's a, it's a dumb expression, right? When you get to a certain age. I am at the age where people are discussing this everywhere. Doesn't make me old, doesn't make me young. It's just, maybe I'm just more aware of it. Maybe it's not even my age. But yeah, people don't talk openly about the problems that come from parents living longer or or said in a, in a much more personal way, you living longer. The amount of time I now spend with my children explaining wealth conversations about money not just working hard and making a living no no no. working hard and making a living that's step one what you do with that living that is what i spend my time as a father discussing and my kids are not necessarily moved by 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 money you know kids have personalities and they grow into things and out of things and, and and all that jazz but explaining to them that nobody cares whether or not you're interested it's only a question of whether or not you have the skill set to survive. We talk about this in schools, that schools don't teach home ec, that schools don't teach basic budgeting, that schools don't explain how these basic systems work or how these basic investments work. We are absolutely ruining an entire generation, multiple generations, because we're teaching the wrong thing. If you ask me what matters more, knowing how to balance a checkbook or being in Spanish three, it's learning how to balance a checkbook. Knowing Spanish doesn't matter at all. I'm talking comparatively. Now, if you say to me, well, a lot of people speak Spanish out there, I don't disagree. But we can at least agree that learning French is totally ridiculous. We? No? Knowing how to balance a checkbook matters most. Understanding your budget matters most understanding how to build wealth from the work that you're doing the difference between income and wealth the conversation about assets man that's what matters one of the great expressions out there is going out there and getting yours do you know what that means do you understand what people will do when it comes to money, do you know how to look out for yourself? Do you know how to protect yourself? Do you know how to stand up for yourself in these concepts of money? And the recognition that there is indeed more to the world than money, but you just have to accept if you're going to do X, you might be foregoing Y and you have to be okay with that deal 20 years from now. At least try to be okay with that deal. And then if you realize, wait a second, that's not a good deal for me, you gotta work on changing the deal or getting into another deal. You gotta be present and aware and focused on these things, it matters. Of course it matters. I spend my time on this with my kids so they're not surprised. I waited for them to be a certain age and I'm like, okay, here's what we make and here's what we do and here's how we do it and here's our expenses and here's how it works. Here is how it works. Now you may disagree with everything I do. Okay, what's your way? What's your way? Start working it now. Start researching it now. Start understanding it now. But there is no doubt like one of the things that, that, that I go over with my kids, when you have a job and you get paid, you don't pay the rent first, you don't make your car payment first, you don't go out for a beer first. The first thing you do is you pay yourself. It's the first thing you do. The first thing you do is set aside some of the dollars. That's what you do. So you didn't get paid, let's, let's say you got paid 100 bucks. You didn't get paid 100 bucks, you got paid 80 bucks. Now, that is your budget. First thing you do, 
Now that has got to go into a place that's working for you and you're paying attention to it. Not just leaving it on the periphery, but paying attention, knowing what's happening, and then not being afraid to speak to your advisor or whoever it is and make changes to the thing, asking questions about the thing. That's your future. You start by paying yourself. Well, how many people of certain generations have started taking a look at what happens when your parents hit those 80s and you're like, whoa, 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 we don't have long-term care. Whoa, 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 whoa. They can't live by themselves. And it's all of a sudden, it turns out that you are the long-term care. Whoo! You thought you had prepared for a retirement. You thought you had yourself covered. Son of a gun. And it hits. Oh, it hits in a real painful way. I mean, you love your parents, or sometimes you have a hard relationship with your parents. But you know you got to do the thing, and then you're like, oh my gosh, the money. And then you're like, oh, and then it gets angry, Right? I'm fortunate in that I'm not at the anger place. That's, that is not um, the concern. It doesn't take away from a, a myriad of other issues that, that take place. It, it doesn't. I, I, I guess it, as, I'm, as I'm watching some things happening across the spectrum, this, this conversation keeps coming up in, in my head that, if if I'm going to do as much radio as I do, I swear to you, I can't talk about Trump that much. I can't talk about this Nashville shooting that much. I can't do it. There are, there are real things going on, and I think I could be more helpful. And honestly, um, I, I'm, I'm just sick and tired of the ridiculousness. And I was sharing uh, this this thing uh, where I there was this, this T-shirt this T-shirt that was shown online, um, and and uh, it it's it was about uh, uh, transgender people, uh, you know, support trans rights or else, and it had these these guns and and um, I I was like, is 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 this a real thing? Like, is this shirt real? Is this a shirt actually real? You know, and then there are people saying, you know, oh, the shooting in Nashville, the problem is the Second Amendment. I'm like, the Second Amendment's not the problem, but we all know this. The problem is, is, is societal. I want to talk about those societal things. And then I get, I get the, you know, on Twitter, people telling me that I'm transphobic because I think the shirt is, is, is peculiar. Support trans rights or else, or else, and I'm the weird guy? And then you're like, well, you got two choices. You're going to ignore them or you're going to scream your head off. It's like, I don't, I don't even want to know them. I sure as hell don't want to scream my full head off. And there are other things out there. There are bigger stories out there. There are more important things out there. Damn it, I want to talk about those things. I want to get into those things. Because it, it, how many more times do you really and truly think I should have to listen to this kind of fakakta crazy. Today, we renew our call for common sense gun safety legislation, including a ban on assault weapons. That's Randy Weingarten, American Federation of Teachers. 
What a hateful human being who destroyed the lives of millions of children by keeping them out of schools, lying about whether or not the teachers were safe, and this whole mask insanity. She is a fraud of a human being. Or I could talk about things that are actually affecting us and maybe ways to to handle them better. Give some thoughts, give some ideas. She's a terrible person. Exactly how often do I want to talk about terrible people? Don't I talk about Representative Ocasio-Cortez enough? I mean, goodness gracious. Up. Who played her theme song? I didn't authorize this, but it's catchy. All right, that's pretty fun. People are nuts. And they're angry about everything. And they're hateful about everything. I honestly don't want to be around those people. I don't need that. There's only so much of that one could handle. There are bigger things going on. Like, for example, this aging parent thing. It's not, I mean, it's not a story because it's Dick Van Dyke. It's happening all across the country. Your 90-year-old father can't drive anymore. Now, maybe yours can, or maybe you're lying to yourself, but, but he can't. Everybody else on the roads is like, man, who let that dude drive? Let me tell you, let me tell you, my father is 85 and still drives and still works. When the day comes, he can't drive, and I believe that day is coming sooner than anybody would like to admit, and me, I'm quite clear about these things, it's going to break him. I know it. I, I, know, I know it. The driving is freedom. You go out to lunch, go out to dinner, you go out here, you go out. Going out to eat is the entertainment. It has been for my father for, for 25 years. And it, it, him and my mom, and, and they, go, they go out and uh, look at us. We went out, we did this, we saw this one, we did that, and everything else. It's gotten to the point where they don't actually care about the food anymore. It's all, it's, it, it, it is sports bar mania. Why? People. Loves people, likes to be around people, wants to be around the people, see all the people. Everyone's exciting. Look at all the people. All right. What about the idea of a quality meal? Yeah, but there's no people. And and that's, I swear to you, that's the thing. Uh, that, that that's how it goes sometimes. These 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 needs, and and when he won't be able to drive to do the things, man, that's gonna break him. It absolutely is. How do you prepare for that? How do you handle that? How do you deal with that? That's why this Dick Van Dyke story is interesting. Uh, because it's only a story because it's Dick Van Dyke. For everybody else, it's everything that they're doing, everything that they're going through every single day. How do they gear up for what is next for their family? If you ask me, I, I don't know if, if if I would talk about it every day, but clearly it's something that should be talked about a hell of a lot more than the hateful people on Twitter. I'm Tony Katz, and this is Tony Katz Today. I got to start putting together my list of cigars for the Indy 500. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. Good to be with you. I I do it now every year. My list of cigars for the 500-mile race. Uh, And if you've never been to the Indy 500, oh, you got to go. Got to, got to, got to, got to, got to, got to go. Got to go. So good. And you guys know I'm part of the pre-race radio work. So before we hand it over to the professionals, 
I'm on from, what was it, 5 to 11? Is it 6 to 11? Whatever. It's 5 to 11. And uh, myself and uh, JMV, uh, the voice of sports in Indiana, six hours of coverage as people are coming in, filling Pagoda Plaza and everything else. It's awesome. And, and there I am on my perch, cigar in hand. So I have a, a list of cigars uh, to smoke for the Indy 500. I, I promise I'll have that out. I will have that out. Oh, it's a good list, too. Because we go with different sizes, we go with different different shades, different different levels of intensity, because different parts of the race need different things. And you know yourself, right? If, if, if you're somebody who is, you know, just stepping out from the suite and you've got shade, you can handle one kind of cigar. If you're somebody who's like like on in the infield and there's no shade anywhere, completely different experience altogether. And I'm here for you. Oh, but it's a good it, it's a good list. I would I would suggest bourbons for the 500, but I, I, I'm i just only concerned about hydration. I, oh, oh, you get to, look, you've seen many things. You've seen more things than I have. The only thing I can tell you is from my perch, I do get to see specific things, but I don't hang out in the snake pit like you do, and so therefore... Therefore, you've seen more things than me. Tell me I am not right about the hydration. People need to be hydrated. So I don't usually recommend bourbons or rye for, for, for the 500. I, I, I try not to do that because, you know, I, some things maybe I should not be in the business of encouraging. Afterwards, when you're home, then uh, a little sip and whiskey. That's totally fine. But the cigars, I will have it for you. I will have it for you. Find everything, TonyCats.Locals.com. I hope you will, and I hope you'll subscribe. We greatly appreciate having your support over there. TonyCats.Locals.com. This is Tony Katz Today.